And then. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Spin Rack. We are talking about Doom. The, the trailer dropped. Selector has it up. I'm here with the boys, Professor CA, Calvin Ellis, and PD. Say what's up, guys. Ready to rock. Let's see Doom. Selector, please play, because we have a lot to say. All right. That's not, what is this? Desert of Arrakis. My planet Arrakis is so beautiful when the sun is low. Oh, sand dunes. I thought it was curtains at first. Yes. Did a good turn in. He did a good turn in. Uh, James Bond. Oh boy. <laughs> Duncan, can I trust you with something? Yes, always. You know. Hey, baby, there he goes. I've been having dreams. About a girl on a I don't know what it means. Dreams make good stories. But everything important happens when we're awake. Hey, you. You want some muscle? No. <laughs> we are House Atreides. There is no call we do not answer. There is no faith that we betray. Smile, Gurney. I am smiling. The Emperor asks us to bring peace to Arrakis. House Atreides accepts. I know you. There's only a way to in my mind. Okay. We need to be ready. Never met Arcanus before. They're not human, they're brutal. Duke's son is too much. This is why I do. Kill them all. God in heaven. Get everything with guns off the ground! Go! Tiscus Falcon is like, yo, he looks crazy, bro, with the bald head and stuff. I'm there. 
It's going to be, it's supposed to show up. This is one of the movies that came on that special HBO um, Warner Brothers thing where they were like, all our newest movies are coming out on um, HBO Max because they wanted to boost, um, they wanted to boost viewership of that. Yep. And of course, it didn't seem to work out because, uh, you know, they basically, AT&T basically sold off the company to, to Discovery. Basically, Discovery is now taking over um, running this stuff, the studio. But um, Dune, you know, it looks, the, 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 it's nice. The, the presentation looks very interesting. The only quibble I had was that whole weird armor when Paul Atreides is fighting because that's the first time I've seen an armor like that in any of the shows. Um, usually they're wearing like the, the breathing apparatus, what you call it, they call it the still stuff that, that manages the water and allows them to breathe and live in um, um, on the planet Arrakis where the spice, the spice that helps to, the spice that makes people live longer, feel better. It helps the, the, the trading guilds move um, um, ships across the universe because that they're the ones who have a, a monopoly on, on space travel. So they're, they're these gigantic, like these humans who are in these gigantic tanks full with the, the spice maracas. And they look a little bit like the ones when they get to that stage. But yeah, it's, it's, it looks fascinating. I'm, I'm definitely there. Uh, it, it, I don't know what to say. Look, my thing was with this, the, the directors, Dennis Villeneuve, and I think he was the one behind, I think he did, um, he did 2049, he did Blade Runner 2049. And the look at that is pretty interesting, but the story, you know, I don't know if any of you guys saw the story. You can see similarities. Trash. You're saying that's trash. You can just say it's trash. I didn't say it was trash, bro. I mean, why do you put right. words? Say, it, say it's trash. Just say it's trash. But it, but it was different from what I expected initially, you know. Not good. I, 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 I probably Couldn't have measure to up. But he did do Sicario, which I did like a lot, you know, um, so. You know, I, I think that a lot of people are going to like this version of it because they've been working on Dune for quite a bit. This is going to be a two-parter, not a one-parter, you know, because it's a really big, uh, big show. So I guess the first part is going to be, you know, him becoming who he will become, and the second part is him taking over. And the main character, if you guys didn't know, was that guy, uh, Paul, the young guy, who was talking. Timothy, to Timothy Chalamet. I don't know who that guy. So you guys, any of you guys familiar with him at all? Yeah, I believe that's his name, Timothy Chalamet. I never read these books or that in his, uh, I don't know if anybody else besides Mars has read the books because a whole bunch of stuff that you're saying over here is news to me. And I'm like, okay, I remember the first, I mean, that first movie came out such a long time ago. And I remember watching it on a lark one time. And after that scene that I already discussed with you, I was kind of like, all right, this is a little too violent for me. I don't think I need to watch this. I don't need to watch this any further. So this is almost going to be a new experience at the end of the day. So since since you've read these books and everything, Mars, okay, what is what what's the, what's the hook? Why should people be interested in this? I should need you're the expert. I even want to watch this. I mean, the books tend to be a little bit more philosophical on, and they're dealing with, you know, all kinds of stuff, the nature of government, nature of people. So I don't want to watch. We're not going to that. What they've done is made it more action packed to get people to come out and watch it. They discuss a lot of the wars. Here they're showing what happens. The main character is a guy named Paul. Atreides and his father's Duke Leto Atreides. That's Isaac, um, Isaac, I mean, <laughs> Isaac, Isaac, um, Oscar, Oscar Isaac's in the show. And uh, you have him, he, his family is from this world called the Atreides. They're very rich, they're very powerful. Um, the emperor hates them or fears them. So what he does is that he says, hey, I'm gonna have them go to the Spice Island, which is the spice planet of a trait of um, Arrakis. That's where all the spice in the world. And there's like a second like drug that, um, if you have very, if you're rich, you're going to use it. It helps to extend your life. It makes you feel better. 
it allows, like I was saying at the very beginning, it allows these uh, the, the spacing guild, which control all space travel, that allows them to pilot these gigantic ships through the universe. So it's it's, it's extremely um, important um, for the uh, for, for the world, and so they're basically universe. So what they're basically saying, the the, um, the emperor says, hey, Harkonnen, I know you have this franchise. You I gave you this world. I'm taking it back, you know, and I'm giving it to Atreides. But really, it's like a poison chalice. He wants them to go there, and then. He, they're going to get attacked by the Harkonnens. I don't want to go into the whole detail, but that's basically what it is. And what ends up happening is that Paul Atreides, he, he has been um, genetically bred. Um, his mother was part of the sisterhood, and the sisterhood basically has been, for, for hundreds, if not thousands and thousands of years, has been breeding mm -hmm. superhuman. And they've been basically breeding the different ruling houses, because of different houses like the Harkonnens and the Atreides and others, and little by little, and making their gene pool so that it can have powers to see the, the future, basically. And then, of course, when you take enough of the spice, you have certain other powers, too. And huh. here comes that. And then, um, it, it, it's very important that, you know, they're trying to, Bene Gesserit's what they're called. So his mother's not like the queen. She's Jessica. They show her in a movie. He helps to escape with her. They go into the into the desert to survive. And this marginalized group of people called the Freeman, that's Zendaya and her family, um, they mm -hmm. live on the planet. They live in the desert. And the Harkonnens, when they ran it, they used to try to kill them. You see all those people who are lined up as, as um, they're lined up like crucified. Um, mm -hmm. They're constantly being attacked by by the Harkonnens and stuff, who, who, who don't, you know, they, they want to subjugate them. So they've been basically living on the planet. No one knows how big their population is. And, you know, this is what Paul Trades will end up finding out. But for them to accept them, he basically has to become a lot like them. Um, and so his powers, I mean, he already, he, he's special already because he, um, has been bred through this breeding program. His mother was supposed to have a girl, but she 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 rebelled against the sisterhood that she was part of and had a boy, and that changes everything. So because he now is not following the pattern, and uh, he goes there and he then invests this uh, this um, the spice and things change. So it, it already starts off. So I don't want to go too much into detail, but it's very very gotcha. very very informative, very entertaining. Um, I've liked all three versions. People complain about them. Yes, none of them are perfect. None of them are to the book. Yes, but I mean, it's the book is a very big book. The series is a very large series, and it takes in a lot of different things happening. But I mean, here he's the hero. But as you go further on into the stories, he doesn't necessarily turn out to be quite the hero you expect. Um, but yeah, it's um, these people here is pretty interesting. I, I I think that the 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 very fact that they put a lot of money into trying to get it right, and also the very fact that they sped up the mo the movie into two, like. For example, we did the the, uh, the movie with um, Zack Snyder, right? It was a four hour. Mm -hmm. That movie should have been two movies, you know, probably two, one and a half hour. I mean, two um, two and a half hour movies each. You really get the whole story. You know, I know. I see <laughs> Petey squinting. Okay, I know, but sometimes uh, stories need enough breath. To... Well, I mean, I thought you said it was a series. There was a, it was another movie by Zack Snyder. You saying? No, no, I'm trying to give an example. I'm just saying sometimes oh, you need okay, justice, okay, justice. They're talking about doing like a four-hour movie, but who's going to sit there? So breaking up into two or three. It's a really big, it's a whole gigantic world building where you're trying to get, um, trying to understand why they went there, why they knew they were going into uh, a trap and they were trying to, they thought they could they could outsee it, but, you know, some traps you can't see. And their well, Oh, sorry, I'm sorry to cut, cut you up. Um, a question I had is about those fights. It seems like they're fighting like a hologram or someone that can, you could pass through. What is that about? Because ultimately the trailer looks good, but what are those fights? It looks like they're training things, but then it looked like it got serious towards the end. 
where they were fighting in that same thing, but it was for life and death now. So what's happening here, at least in the, that first training scene that you hit, seeing with um, Mr. Thanos himself, Josh Brolin, um, he is fighting, they have personal force shields, right? Mm -hmm. So okay. what he's trying to show you is that you're fighting the shield, but if you want to get through the shield, you got to go slowly through the shield. Even though you're fighting someone, it's counterintuitive knowing when you fight with a sword, you're fighting, right? But here, to get through the shield, you have to slow down enough that the, 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 the point can go through and end up killing the person. So that's what yeah. I'm sure. Fun fact, they actually, the original um, from the movie looked super, super blocky, like these really square blocks around their body. So they really like changed it up for the trailer in the movie. And the fun fact is that actually Loki, the show creators, who are inspired by the blocky force fields from Dune for the actual TVA time doors. Mm. Get out of here. That's interesting. Yeah. Now you can definitely see that. And then, but it was also the technology back then, you know. I mean, the original right. I mean, they were like in the 80s and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, and this one is later. But I also thought the one that was done, um, people complained about it, the one that was done in the, uh, the, the mini series they had on Sci Fi Network. I thought it was not a bad, uh, bad deal. I thought the adaptation was pretty good. I mean, none of them are going to be perfect, especially for book readers sometimes, because they're going to always say, oh, this is what it should have been. But give me a break. So the movie came out in 84 with David Lynch. I said, okay, got the name completely wrong. And the miniseries came out in 2000, okay? And um, which was sci-fi, and it did pretty well. Um, it was one of sci-fi's highest rated programs when it came out, so. So that means movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, they've been trying to do this. Look, we've been waiting for an Akira movie for God knows how long. <laughs> and that hasn't happened yet. I mean, the person who's come closest to doing something similar to that is, is, um, and, um, what, is Stronger, right? The video? So, I liked it. I don't know how you guys, how's your take on it, gentlemen? Um, from just seeing it from the first time on Doom. Trailer looks cool. I'm hoping it's going to be, you know, I mean, it looks very serious, so, but that could be, that could work out well for it. So we'll see how it goes. It might not have all the, you know, Hollywood jokey stuff in it, but it still could be, you know, hold my attention. We'll see what happens. What about you, um, Cal? I'll be watching this one for the spinnerack. Otherwise, I'd probably pass. What about you? Um, it's dope because for me, like for someone who's never read the books and never saw the miniseries, it's a whole kind of like world culture that's already built up and ready to go. And it looks intriguing with the effects and the cast and the action. So I'll watch it. Okay, cool. I mean, it's, it's, it's such a huge world. I mean, if you really like Doom, they have um, um, the guy who made Frank Herbert's son actually started when he passed away. They, they had their own encyclopedia years ago. I'm forgetting that years ago. I think I probably we still have that book. But they also had his son came up with um, an author, Kevin J. Anderson, who was a famous author, writes a lot of stuff. Ryan Herbert, and he's done prequels explaining the whole history of Dune and done stuff after the fact. So already his father's main, I think, six or seven or eight books, those are like the, the main canon, but he's expanded that whole universe over the last five, 10, 15 years. So it's, it's, it's humongous. But yeah, I mean, the visuals are stunning. I, I definitely like it. I like the clean look of them. Um, so I, I hope they can, the story holds up. And it, it seems that they're gonna, they've had enough time because they've been doing it for quite a while. Hopefully they, they, they hit it, they roll up the ballpark. The only problem is that it's like, I feel that it's like uh, Doctor Who. It doesn't really catch here in the United States. You know, will 
they'd be able to go because there's a lot of philosophical um, discussion in the books. If you, if you put too much of that in there, it, it, it makes the movie a little too heavy. So we'll see what happens. So I have a last question for you, Mars. Would you are you okay with the movie, or would you rather have HBO's Dune, uh, HBO series of Dune? The si- uh, the series of Dune. Mm, like someone I mean, doing a new series of Dune. I would. I like. Hey, I like it all. You know, I mean, like I just like the Marvel movies. I like the Marvel movies. I also like the TV shows because it delves more into the world and different aspects that you normally wouldn't go. Um, I think it's a great idea to, if it's successful, I wouldn't be surprised if they do do some spinoff because there's many different angles you can go in, those, in that particular world. There's many different stories you could probably have if it's done well. Um, but like I said, the budgets on this is going to be huge. And um, it's, a, it's a big bet. And hopefully, you know, I'm hoping to see both movies out. <laughs> okay. I hope it comes out good. I think this movie is, they're, they're talking about clocking out close to three hours for the first one. So, um that's a lot of that's a lot of confidence. Yeah, that's a lot of content just for the first one. No, the thing they said is runtime is 155 minutes, so that's they've cut it up. So it's uh, and this is going to be available in theaters and on HBO Max same time. Yeah, they paid off and they paid everybody off. So oh, it's fun. one of the reasons AT and T is like, yo, I'm out. You're not taking care of this stuff. That's uh, I'll be honest. If it was in the theaters, I probably wouldn't be seeing this anytime soon, but. Since it's going to be HBO Max, I can actually put this on the top of my list for when it would, you know, when it comes out, and I'll have something to watch. I mean, that's an interesting thing because I think that uh, this whole concept, this whole thing with the uh, the movie theaters uh, having films in there is the genie's out the box. You know, there's people who are willing to watch a the movie; they don't want to wait 45 days. Please don't start this. Don't start this up. Right, I'm gonna let that go. So hey. You like saying when you went to the movies outside of having the social distance, have you gone to the movies recently? Yes, I have. So you have? Yes. And now you're saying you'd rather be home. There's many people that say they'd rather be home, right? I'm not saying I'm saying I rather like the option. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like now the school system, they want to say I'll take it back then. We want to take get rid of the whole hybrid. But you know what? I think so for some kids it would work well for them. You've always had online study, online um distance learning so why didn't the school system continue to do it offer the option well the school system is going to continue to do it that's not going anywhere actually they said they're going to end it no i'm telling you right now that's not going to stop that will still be an that will still be an option okay well that's good you probably just won't be with your class you'll just be with every with a group of population who just wants to do online learning yeah, they'll be they'll be small. They'll do some small pods, and they already have uh, teachers who visit students before. At least in New York City, they had student uh, who you would call like a visiting teacher. So this, you know, if you were a teacher, you would actually go and you do one on one with students. And this makes it so you could do more one on one with students in one day that you could have ever done in person. So they're not giving that up. They spent too much money on that. Like, that's not going anywhere. Well, I'm just saying the mayor has said himself. He says he wants to dish the hybrid learning model for next mm-hmm. year. Yeah, not happening. <laughs> it's not going to happen because you're going to have, I mean, you can ditch the hybrid learn. I mean, you can still compel people to come back, but the bottom line is you still have COVID. So you're still going to have, I mean, this guy's going to look and say whatever, and then he's going to look at whatever the attendance numbers are. And they have to, you know, they have to have those attendance numbers. And you, I, I can tell you right now, coming back in this autumn, you are going to see some serious issue with the attendance numbers because you still have COVID. You've got people over here who aren't getting vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. So that's not going anywhere. They're still going to make use of that. 
The only thing they haven't worked it out, they haven't worked it out with teachers yet. Because what they're going to want is for teachers to come in person and to maintain the online presence. And that's doing that's doing double duty. And they never want to pay for that type of stuff. So that's what yeah. they haven't worked it out yet. But, not get, but getting rid of that, he spent a lot of money on that type of stuff. That's not going anywhere. Now, well, the Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Movies. It doesn't make sense to just say um, some theater companies are saying just cut the stop the online thing like HBO Max. I think probably make the window smaller between you know I think it used to be like a, a, a six month or a nine a three month window before a show went from movie theater to video or DVD. Now they they just haven't worked they haven't worked it out well to be quite honest because these guys are just looking at the bottom line like hey we want to make certain that we get the money. And I mean, they did this thing with Black Widow where you could see it in the theaters or if you were willing to pay like 30 bucks, you could see it on Disney Plus. And I'm like, hell no. If I'm going to get, you know, if you're going to ride me for money, I'm going to go to the theater. At the very least, you know, I'll get some theater experience, but I'm already paying for Disney Plus. Why should I spend like, would be the, why should I spend would be the equivalent of three months of service for one movie? No. All you would have to do is charge less. So you're looking at it differently. I have five. If you charge less, I'd probably buy the movie. So you would still make your money on top of getting me to pay for the service. So you'd be covered both ways. But these guys are trying to ensure, well, we don't want to lose any money. Well, I'm not paying you 30 bucks. I'll go to the movie theater and you'll still make money, but you're probably going to make, what, a third of that? You're going to make a third of what you could have had 100% if you just charge less on the Disney Plus thing. So instead of 30 bucks, if you made it 10, I'd go for it. Maybe even 15, I'd go for it. So they have to come down on their prices and stop trying to, uh, you know, guard themselves so much. Well, we don't want to lose any money. All right, so I'll go to the theaters, and you can worry about getting your money that way. But I'm saying, or just you wait. Know, well, you're giving people an experience, but I mean, you can also look at the the, the theater, the, the TV as a, as a Disney Plus premium experience. If you have four people, look, the average movie here in New York City and probably out in um, Cali is what, fourteen dollars when you go to the movie theater. When you go see it regular time, if you go discounted, it's ten bucks. So if you have five people coming with you, that's fifty dollars. So it's probably cheaper to do it at home for thirty dollars. You know, so I think you have to look at the economics of how that plays out. Yeah, if you have that situation, if it's me and it's just one person, if I'm the only person who wants to see this movie and it's thirty bucks, I'm not doing it. Right, but I mean that that makes a lot of sense. But I'm saying that I think it depends on the on the economics and how that works out. So I the economics is, is that they need that billion back. Yeah. Marvel Marvel got to that billion number. And they're not getting that billion number at home. Yep, because those so, billion, th those movies are expensive to produce, and these guys need to double, triple their money to make certain that these movies are profitable, as opposed to the thirty million dollar movie that made a hundred million or two hundred million. Well, I but, mean, that movie is gonna lose money because the amount of money they've been paying so much for marketing for so many for so long. This thing, they've been marketing the movie for over a year. I mean, that's not typical. You know what I'm trying to say? Just before the pandemic hit, they were marketing you're almost the last um, commercial. And then they thought they wouldn't be able to come back in again in last year. And they had to cancel that again. And then they come back. So you had like three versions. And hey, they thought they were going to open up like, I think they had up until May at one point, And they had to cancel that. So uh, yeah, I think that it's, it's a movie. It's not typical that you'd be paying so much money for marketing for such such a long time. But then look at it. Quiet Place 2 um, did very well. I mean, it's still in the top 10, top five movies, I think it is. And this you know, movie you have to see in the um, theater. So I saw the, I think the first one at home, and I was like, I knew this was going to be trash, and it was trash. And then I see it in the movie, I'm like, whoa, this is what you, what I missed of being there in the theater. And then when it goes silent, it's like, Zhuk! 
it's like okay now i can accept that and then this is just it doesn't have to be movies that are set up that way it can be i think um i was at a um premiere for, uh, for like a short film and just having some of the you know, the places where the audience gets the joke on its own where something i saw before and then seeing it with the audience and the audience laughing at a joke that didn't land anytime i watched it something that i worked on and then you see the audience and it, the joke lands it's like oh that's that that joke worked like if no one ever laughed until you get the full audience so that would be sort of the thing that you lose kind of throwing out the audience and the basically the money like you and the money. money yeah because for quiet place um I forget these, the people's names, but the but the husband and wife team who produced who produced or created the idea, they were pissed the hell off because they lost money on that because they were promised a certain amount of money before the pandemic. So um, I think they might have been they might have had a point steal, but so when they decided to um, show it online or virtually, that was like yikes, bro! What are you doing? You cutting? You, you messing with my bag? Yeah. Yeah. No. But um, just to bring up one thing, Black Widow it made eighty million in its opening, which is um, and which is it's an origin film is as much as Captain America, Thor made when they first came out. So people want to say, oh, it's that, but those movies did better once they came out after the first movie. I don't know if there's going to be a second Black Widow movie, but you know it's in line with with what origin films a lot of those origin movies came out with. And also out of that eighty million dollars, twenty million of that came from. Um, um, on Disney Plus, so there was an audience. Clearly, one quarter, a quarter of the audience came out to watch it. Yeah, on the yeah. thing. Also, lower the lower the price. These are all new models at the end of the day, so there definitely a lot of tinkering to be done and a lot of considerations to be brought to bear. So hey, it, it, they lower it, they lower the price. For me, it works out even better. But I mean, as long as it, I I always do about how much it costs for us to watch something on the um, as a group. Uh, on a discounted rate and if we get it even better than that so be it you know what i'm trying to say so for me the, the break-even point was fifty dollars is it less than fifty dollars you know yeah. or do some modeling where you say hey look have you been a regular disney subscriber for at least a year okay you get one free premium movie mm -hmm. do something like that okay so mm -hmm. all right got the black widow thing over here okay good i'm gonna guarantee i'm gonna be subscribing for at least a year so you're gonna get your money give me one free movie any movie that i want at this particular time and we're good Okay, but get off the whole thing with I gotta you know get, you know, gotta you know don't want to lose any money gotta charge premium gotta what no you're not gonna make any money there. The whole idea, I mean this is like but uh, using Prince as an example, Prince the musician he realized that he didn't have to sell as many records if he was working for himself. When he was working for the record company, he's getting like eight cents, nine cents an album. Okay, and he would have to sell like you know like you know three million copies or something of that nature for the record company to be happy. When he was selling on his own, he said, oh, wait, you know, I could sell, you know, 100,000 copies and I made more money and it's all coming to me and I don't have to worry about all this other type of stuff. So that's where they should really be. It's like, look, if we can cut the movie theater out. Okay, we're still gonna, people still go to movie theaters, but if we can guarantee that we're gonna make movie, we're gonna make money this way as well and a healthy amount of money, you know, where we're not looking like, okay, we're trying to really, you know, you know, stick it to these guys. Where hey, you're paying for two movie tickets just to stay in, just to stay home and see this. Show your service, so you ensure that people are not just signing up for one movie and then they're going to be out for a week. You know, you do you know do little tricks like that. But hard for these guys to pull it off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, for for 
I'm sorry, you finished? Were you were you ending, Cal? Or are you still going? All I said was they got COVID fever. Yeah. Um, well, when it, when it comes to Dune, I'm glad HBO Max does not have the same setup as uh, Disney Plus. And I'm glad, I'm, pro I'm probably not going to go to the theater to see it. And we'll probably end up seeing um, Dune um, at home. So I'm looking forward to seeing it when it comes out. They're losing their shirt. That's what. That's the whole problem. And so yeah. I don't think the model is going to be sustainable afterwards because, like I said, AT and T, they when they do the when they did that model, they have to pay out these these studios on the expense because they have the profit bonuses based on how well the, the films do, and so they have to they have to negotiate how much that is. And for some people yeah. they have to pay out a lot of money, and others there, there's been a fight. Like this director has been like, yo, he wants this thing in the theater. He doesn't want to do it both places. So it depends. Yeah. So hey, so we're wrapping it up, gents. Um, is there anything else before we rock out? Bring right. on Doom. So Doom, hey, we um, Doom, 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 love, Doom. we like Doom. We think it's very interesting, so we suggest go check it out. Okay. Um, if you like what you see, thank you. Give us a thumbs up. Spinnerack out, out. and Spinnerack out for our news about theaters. Later.